You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut through the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Hey, it's Katie Harris, and this is an episode of the Nursepreneur Podcast. Today, we have Kristen Resmo on with us from Soul Awakening. Kristen, um, how are you doing today? Doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited yeah. to have you here. It's great to um, be here. So give us a little bit of background about you as a nurse. Like, what kind of nurse are you? And, and uh, yeah, just some background. Yes, um, I have been a nurse for over 30 years. And I grew up in very traditional nursing settings. Um, my first job out of nursing school was in a cardiac um, telemetry floor, cardiac procedures. And I spent 10 years in the cardiac ICU and uh, medical ICU as well. But my primary love and big focus was cardiac. I was a cardiac ICU charge nurse for about 10 years and then became very interested in um, holistic therapies in my late twenties and was noticing some really interesting things happening in the ICU too, like things that I couldn't explain. Um, and what I mean by that is on paper, a, a, a patient might look very stable, but I could sense or feel that there was something else going on or shortly, you know, after the shift started, this patient would start to um, show signs of distress, cardiac distress of some kind. And I noticed other nurses had that ability. So there's really the science of nursing there and those super intense environments. And also um, an intuitive sense of nursing or the art of nursing, I like to call it. And that really fascinated me. And I would also see sometimes on paper, someone would look very sick, like we were in trouble, like up to our necks. And then this person even if they were on a ventilator for months or had some very serious comorbidities would walk out of the hospital, like near miraculous. And so it was just so fascinating to me. And so I began studying alternative therapies along with my nursing career. And I studied Reiki with another cardiac nurse here in the Denver area, which is where I live and um, then healing touch. So have been studying uh, energy medicine therapies now for over 25 years and have been practicing that as well. Um, I made a departure from nursing in my early thirties and, um, started my very first business. I have always had the entrepreneurial spirit. And at that time, kind of on the cutting edge, there was a, a life coach and had a coaching practice for 11 years, um, missing the nurse part of my life, but loving the entrepreneurial part of my life. My husband has a business. Um, in my forties, his business was growing quickly. We were taking pretty big risks financially. So I returned to nursing and it was so fascinating to me to see the change that happened in just a 12 year period. And that time I had gone into adult dialysis education and then moved into children's health and was a dialysis nurse for children and an apheresis nurse for children, and then moved into nurse management in 2014. I was actually very stressed out in that job. Um, it was very difficult. Um, I loved it on one hand, but it was wearing on my, on my body and, um, I could not get, I just could not get enough energy and, um, decided to really start investigating diet and nutrition, went back to school for holistic nursing, um, which allowed me to advance, uh, my, uh, holistic nursing certification allowed me to advance as a nurse manager, but even then I couldn't get well and went back to school for nutrition. 
And so in 2015, I had to make a really hard decision. Katie, was I going to use all of this in a traditional model or was I going to take all of this back into my own practice? And I opted just to take another leap and started a holistic nursing and healing practice in 2015 and have been doing that ever since. So it's a little bit of everything. I've combined my nursing background um, with my love for the spiritual side, uh, emotional and mental health um, and alternative therapies, believing that people's really are, we really do have the ability to heal ourselves with support. And there's a lot of ways in which we can, you know, sort of tackle, um, health and wellness. And so that's been my, that's been my history for over 30 years. It's been a little bit of alternative and a little bit of traditional. I, yeah, I love that. And there's so much that you just said here that we could talk about for like hours. <laughs> right on. I know we, we could, <laughs> there's just so much here, right? It's so rich. Yeah. yeah and I, I love like, you know, so you had said, um, you were talking about the, that intuitive sense of knowing that something was going to happen yes. to the, the patient. And, you know, I worked neuro ICU and it was something that I always um, tried to tap into, but never really thought of it as something other than oh, well, you know, I guess everybody just has this kind of intuition or this sense. And, you know, when you're precepting somebody, uh, the, the student nurse or whoever will say, well, how did you, how did you know that was going to happen? And I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's amazing how nurses do develop this ability. And I, I don't want to um, discount that or minimize that in any way. I believe that we all have the ability to sense um, especially in those super intense, really highly charged environments, more than what's happening just clinically. Um, I do believe the more you pay attention to it and the more you listen to it, the more you develop it, right? And right. the more you really learn to trust it. And so I, it actually helped me. Uh, there were times when that sense helped me um, intervene on a patient's behalf where I, before I knew it, I was, uh, became a very strong patient advocate. I would have a cardiologist on the line and I would say, I don't know how I know this, but I I'm really feeling like we're going into a multi-system organ failure. And you as a nurse, of course, you know, that's a very serious thing. Um, and after a while, like just working with, um, the specialists, they, they would rely on the nurses for this, this sense or this knowledge. I don't know if we talk about it very much, but it was in those highly charged environments. You just go with everything you have. And yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely something that I encourage nurses, well, all people, but really nurses to tap into and really right. trust. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think it's something that, um, you know, it's so powerful and yet I, it's not really something that they would teach you in school and at some level, and especially, you know, 20 years ago, I, I feel like at some level, you might even be somewhat mock for like, uh, you know, that it, it wasn't as, um, you know, mainstream or acceptable at some level, especially in the hospital setting. But at the same time, it's something we all kind of like implicitly <laughs> yeah. trust. And, uh -huh. and <laughs> I'm laughing because behind the scenes, the nurses would do this like in break room. There was one particular nurse that I worked with and she was um, much more experienced than myself. I really trusted her clinical judgment. Um, but when Marty said something's going down today in room 410, <laughs> we all paid attention. We're like, oh my God, you guys, Marty's talking. Um, and so I laugh at that because you're right. It's not anything. We have to have the clinical training. Absolutely. No question. Um, I believe that are we becoming more technical? Um, when I went back to nursing years later, it's super high tech. I loved that but I did see we were losing some of that high touch too. Um, and so, but behind the scenes, the nurses would talk and we would, we would, we would validate some of that for each other. 
Yeah, and I don't think we appreciate how important that is. And I, I think we tend to, to minimize it um, or dismiss it or just not talk about it. So I love that you actually took that, you know, that recognizing that you had that intuitive sense and said, let me explore this even more and going into the alternative therapies like Reiki, healing touch and, and energy. Right. Um, so were you able to, to take that into the hospital or is that kind of what pushed you out to, to do other things? You know, it kind of pushed me out to do other things, but there were a few times where I was able to bring it forward. Um, there, you might've heard of HeartMath Institute. They've done many studies. I believe at the time that I brought it into the children's hospital in Denver, um, they may have had 200 studies at the time where they had been quoted in 200 different modalities um, and had really studied that at the children's hospital, there were nurses there who brought heart math training to the nurses. And I jumped on board um, and then introduced it to my colleagues in the kidney center. And basically what that is, is it's a stress reduction technique. It helps you, the body go into a relaxation response and we know it's physiological. And so it's simple breathing techniques into the heart space, bringing positive emotion into the physical body. And what we're, what the technology shows is heart rate variability, um, stabilizes. And that's, that, that's the, basically the timing between heartbeats. And what that tells us is that the stress response has basically diminished in the body and the relaxation response has kicked in. So we see a change in um, the dopamine, uh, the neurotransmitters of relaxation take over versus the neurotransmitters of stress. So when we're really stressed is when we know that we have more inflammation in the body and that causes um, problems in the physical, right? So the top four inflammatory diseases in our country, that includes diabetes, heart disease, um, pulmonary disease, neurological disease, and you're a neuro nurse. So neurological disorders have an inflammatory component. So that's what really sold me on. We have to start teaching people about the importance of reducing stress and literally teach people simple techniques to get into their bodies and to get a, a handle on their stress. Um, so yeah, it, it really did kick me out. I'm there's things about it that I miss and I, I absolutely loved it. And there's many things I loved about those environments but I had to make the decision like this, you're either going up this ladder or you're going up this ladder. And I, I knew that I, my heart is in this, um, the work of bridging that gap for people. Okay. Um, and so how did you, you decided to, um, in 2014, mm -hmm. um, you went into nutrition as well, or 2015, yeah. 2014 uh, is when I left my nursing job, but yes, I went back to school for integrative nutrition to heal myself. Okay. I was actually very sick for about a year with adrenal fatigue and talked to many new uh, GI docs about it and went through many tests. And they told me I was as healthy as a horse. And I told them I'm as sick as a dog. Thank you, doctor, for letting me know I'm not dying of something very serious. And that's how we can utilize our brilliant doctors. Um, but there he, we, we could find nothing. And I had a list of 40 symptoms and I would argue, but like typical me. Um, and he said, Kristen, you're healthy. And I knew I wasn't. So that is why I, it was, I was just so stressed out or so exhausted, I think deep into like the bones of my body and I had to get well. Um, and so that's really too, that was the desire to change. And it was the physical problems I was having that like kind of kicked me out too. So what did you find out in terms of nutrition and how it was affecting your body? Oh my gosh. So, um, <laughs> you probably yeah. write a book on that. I'm sure yeah. I was really lucky to find out that I didn't have a lot of food allergies, but many people do have food sensitivities or, um, or, or traditional type allergies to certain foods. But I, I definitely learned that I needed to heal my gut first. 
um, that seemed to help a lot. It really, it's using food for medicinal purposes. I did go back to school for some nutrition training. Um, it was plant-based diet, but also recognizing that um, it's important to have a balance too. So we need a healthy protein, um, especially for women as we get older, as our hormones change, super important. Um, we do need healthy fats. We absolutely must have fat. Um, it's important for so many body functions and the absorption of important nutrients and vitamins. Um, and so it was really about balancing out my diet. It was really mostly crowding out sugar, um, highly processed foods, foods that had low nutrient content. And so if it were to keep it really simple for people, choose mostly healthy foods, mostly plants, um, healthy fats, um, healthy proteins, nutrient rich, nutrient dense. I did have to restore my gut with things like probiotics, kefirs. I do okay with dairy. I mean, it was a ton of experimenting. <laughs> it was a bunch of experimenting, but it was mostly taking out those things um, over time. So are you able to like test people now in a more systematic way, or is it still just kind of like, let's eliminate everything and add things back in and see what uh, you're sensitive to? Yeah. So there's, there's so many different ways to do this. People can do food sensitivity testing. Um, my partner, uh, at soul awakening, uh, it was Mary Beth Gudevich. She is a functional nutritionist and does do testing. Um, she is, well, I, I say, I joke that I can get people about 70% there in their diet. And if I can't get, then I'll just send you to Mary Beth. Cause she'll get you hundred percent there. She is highly trained in that field. Um, but for the person who doesn't have the money or doesn't, um, want to go super deep into it, they can take out some of the high, like the, the foods that we know of that are sort of like the higher inflammatory foods or the ones that are people are generally most allergic to in our, in our society. And that would be dairy, eggs, soy, corn, and wheat or gluten. And not everyone's allergic to those things, but yes, you can take those things out and sugar processed sugar, take those things out for, um, some specialists say 28 days, some say 61 days for your, or 60 plus days for your immune system to settle down. Um, but you got, you can experiment and just take some of that stuff out. And then yes, you want to add them back slowly. Not like typically it's like four to five days and you'll know, you know, you have to give your body a little time to adjust. And as you add those things back slowly and really, really pay attention to how you feel a lot of this, you can do yourself. It does, it does take discipline, right. And commitment. Um, I recommend people work with a practitioner for at least a short period of time for that accountability piece and that validation part. Um, but yeah, we do work with people on nutrition. Okay. And so you are working with Mary Beth. Did you meet her in nutrition school or yeah. how did you guys get together? No, interestingly, when I had my first coaching practice, I, I coached a woman in her business as she was starting a nutrition school here in Denver. And then fast forward years later, Mary Beth was a graduate of that school. Um, and she and I worked in a, a same, the same healing center together in 2015. Then I, she branched off into her own practice and I branched off into my own healing center. And we began teaching classes together at my center two years ago, just before the pandemic. And we were teaching classes on dietary detox, diet and lifestyle changes, but we were also really jumping into the emotional and mental um, component of human health. And so we were teaching meditation classes together, um, really fun work around power, intention, prayer, um, love and support for others. And 
that was really starting to take off when the pandemic hit my lease ended and which was a good thing because about half of our income was coming from classes. And that's when we started moving all of our platforms to zoom and decided that this was our new way of being like, we just had to adjust like everybody else. We were just figuring this out on the fly. Um, and the soulawakening.com domain was taken, but I was very, very committed to getting that domain and hired someone to help me broker that <laughs> and negotiated hard for that domain. And we got soulawakening.com and we're now soul awakening with Mary Beth and Kristen. And we do have our own private practices. We are our own practitioners. We both practice out of our homes right now um, as we're moving through the pandemic, but soul awakening is a way for us to bring people together from all over. And now we have students in different parts of the country, which oh, has nice. been really, really fun. Now, how did you come up with the name soul awakening? Um, well, oh my gosh, this Katie, <laughs> we could talk forever on this one. Um, okay. So soul awakening is a, a concept that we continue to explore and we explore it with the students in our classes. I think it can mean different things for different people. Um, what it means for Mary Beth and I is waking up to who you truly are. And so there's a lot, there's a lot that goes into that. Um, one of the premises that we hold is that the body has the ability to heal itself with support. We also believe that um, just from all of our combined background, history, knowledge, that we hold emotional tension and mental stress in our physical body, but we also have the power through multiple modalities to release those stressors. And sometimes you have to name it, right? And go into it and like really be committed to doing the work and um, finding those things, discovering those things. Um, but we also believe strongly in the spiritual component. And that comes from my training in Reiki and healing touch. Um, I have found that when I bring the spiritual component into healing and specifically God or source or creator, and that can be anything to anyone, but as they invite a higher power back into their healing process, amazing things happen, miraculous things happen. And so there's an awakening to the truth of who you are. And that includes recognizing your own personal sovereignty. And as nurses, we're trained to be advocates, right? All along, always the patient advocate. And this is really about people becoming advocates for themselves and taking full responsibility for their own health um, and happiness. And that includes all. So it's all the holistic. You cannot pull apart the physical, the emotional, the mental, and the spiritual because we're all those things. And uh, we bring in the soul piece and we find it just elevates the work to this whole, this whole new level. Um, and that's my passion. It really is. And the conversations we have with our students and, and, and our growing community has been fascinating. I will say that we bring people in from all faiths and backgrounds, and that is a total blast for us. Um, all, I should say positive faiths and backgrounds. Um, we have students that are evangelical Christians in our classes, side by side with Buddhists or spiritual people, um, or people that have been um, very hurt or traumatized in traditional settings and are fearful of that conversation. And we bring everyone together and um, talk about uh, our connection to our source and how that can help us heal. And it's, it's really something that's blossoming and growing as we speak, and it's constantly evolving. Yeah, it, no, just, I, it resonated so deep with us that it was, just, <laughs> it was one of those things you just feel into it and you're like, yes, that's what we've got to do. We've just got to go to that level. It's just like, let's just step up and, you know, go high. So that's what we did. And you're like, and I'm going to get that domain name. <laughs> oh, I'm getting that domain. Um, I do, I do want to say this, um, that I, I noticed when, 
and this, this is in medical settings as kind of all settings across culture. I really believe when we take the spiritual component out and the touch component out, we start to lose something. I feel like that's in, in some ways, what's gotten us in trouble. And especially when we look at the pandemic, like people dropping in the, into fear and terror, instead of coming up into like, okay, I, I can handle this. I can trust myself. I can trust my choices, my doctors, my body. I mean, we, we, we believe fully in personal sovereignty and people can make their own choices, but we, um, it's, it's more important than ever, I think, to address our well-being from all, from all angles, from all fronts. Yeah, I agree. And it, one of the things that I really like about the spiritual movement and the, the soul awakening and that kind of stuff is that, you know, for, and not to get any, into any like political discussions or whatever, but like, I feel like the religions as they were completely separated have done a lot to alienate people from each other. Whereas the spiritual kind of umbrella where you can call your God or creator, anything that you want, but just recognizing that there is a spiritual, a spiritual spirituality that we actually share in common together, regardless of what you want to name it, um, is a more kind of cohesive and bringing, bringing people together as opposed to, well, you're not part of my religion. So, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, yes. So it's, and it's really a consciousness level. Absolutely. You're completely hitting on something really important. So as we drop into a lower consciousness or lower energies, we're dropping into fear or we're dropping into control, power, manipulation, even lower energetically is shame and guilt. And then when we get into those energies, it's can become divisive, tyrannical and our, and what's the word and anarchy, right? Like yeah. you start seeing a division where um, it's so important. And this is part of our mission too, is we don't want people to feel divided and separated out. Like most, most of us want the same things and we have to stop like put, pointing the finger at others and, and projecting blame, which again is a lower consciousness, a lower energy. And we want to start like working together and in, in coming from a higher perspective or a higher consciousness, which is service to each other, um, support for one another, the ability to listen and trust one another. And so it's okay to get political with me because <laughs> again, I like to look at it from all places like the lower consciousness seeps into all environments and the higher consciousness seeps in. And we, our, our goal is to elevate people so that they are healing, growing, thriving. And, and that's right. really, that's really what I'm all about. Right. Yeah. It's so important, especially today, because I, I feel like we have a chronic angst and a chronic, you know, we're all being triggered by so many things and that it sounds like is, is part of the lower consciousness. Um, but, you know, so having something like what you offer and, and a place to just come in and, take a deep breath and, you know, That's just right. Trust. right. When people are scared and people are fearful, it, it, this is not a bad thing and it's nothing to feel bad or shamed about. But when we really are fearful and uh, it's like a panic response in our body, we look outside of ourselves like, oh my gosh, somebody tell me what to do. And when we have this fear-based programming, just pushed, pushed, pushed on us without a break, right? It's just so intense. Um, People do tend to look outside and, and the power, yes, we can't, yes, there are experts and yes, there are people that can support you, but also you have power within you and you have, and ultimately you go through your life with you at the end of the day, right? It's you with you and you have to, there's a, a personal responsibility piece, but it, it's so freeing. It's actually so empowering and that's sovereignty. That's coming back into your own self and your own power uh, or actually, or even trusting a higher power or trusting your divine design. Our bodies are amazing and miraculous. They really are. 
and they, they can do so many, I've seen some miraculous things happen for people and I, I can't explain it, but I can trust it. And yeah, we, we've got to get to a place where we just settle down, take a deep breath, um, get back into critical thinking and we're seeing it everywhere, right? I mean, it's just playing out everywhere and on the bigger scale, it gives us an opportunity to ultimately make better choices. So it's all good in a way the stress can show us where we've gotten a little out off kilter. Um, but we do need to come back to a balanced place, but yes, that is what we're about. And that is why we're here doing what we're doing right now. It's like, we're placed here right at the perfect time. Yeah, this is the perfect time. And so how do you guys work with people? Like how do people work with you? Yeah. Thanks for that question. Uh, so again, both of Mary Beth and myself have our private practices. So I'm here in my home. Uh, clients do see me for sessions. I do, I can do nutrition counseling, um, personal coaching, spiritual mentoring, but I tell you what, once people experience Reiki and healing touch or energy work, and I have a lot of training in it, I've been working on this puppy for about 25 years, have some advanced training. Um, once people experience that, that's what they want because it's so nurturing and it's so, um, it's so nourishing to people. And, uh, I think nurses, I, I, if there's nurses listening here, I really encourage you. I've said to nurses for so many years, like you are the entrepreneurs, like you have to be everything to your patients. Right. And so you can bring all those skills into a practice. Um, so my clients see me privately for sessions and they're typically 90 minutes to two hours. I give people as much time as they need. Um, it's really something to be experienced. I could explain it to you, but it's, it's really a beautiful healing experience. Again, it helps put the body into a state of relaxation. I do use my intuitive abilities to work with patients, not tell people what I'm getting, but work with people to uncover, uh, the things they need to work on right now. Um, Mary Beth does the same where she takes it in from a physical and nutritional angle, um, and helps people heal their bodies through food. And then together, soulawakening.com, we offer a free class. We call it a drop-in meditation once a month. Anybody can join that. Um, the best way to learn about those is to go to soulawakening.com and jump into our free Facebook group. That's called My Soul Tribe. And we, we post in that group all the time, but we list our free offerings. We also put up free, what we call energy reports every week um, to give people tools and tips. And then uh, together we are teaching on Zoom and we have several programs coming up. So we teach classes on stress reduction, intu intuition development. Um, we have a class called Angels, Masters and Miracles, where we teach people about connecting with their spiritual guides, their angelic guides, the heavenly angels or the biblical angels. And so we have always got a class cooking. We, um, at times we'll hold, um, we'll host diet nutrition classes as well. And so all of the classes we have scheduled through the summer can be found on our website right now. And it's all by zoom at this time. Awesome. Um, one yeah, day I envision retreats and I call it TP camp. I actually envision teepees and retreats, but that's coming guys. You got to just watch. And that's like a year down the road or so. Oh my God. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds really cool. Let's get together again. Right. Stuff. When we can really get together. Yeah. I have a friend that does, um, uh, wellness retreats and, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, I got to connect with some of these nurses because, you know, I know that, you know, there's so many, like, I know so many nurses that are putting on retreats or about to plan retreats and stuff. And I'm like, some of them sound so exciting. Like I want to, I want to know what's out there so I can <laughs> sign up for them. 
So yeah, go for it. I just love it. I say nurses go for it. I mean, we are trained that we can move into hospital settings and there's so much there for us, but what's so great about nursing, especially those who have the entrepreneurial spirit, you've had to be organized. You've had to be people focused. You've had to be, you know, use your, your noggin and use your heart. And so you can take all of these things into amazing practices. I'm seeing nurses do it more and more. And it's super fun to watch. It is super fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And you too, what you're doing here is amazing. And interviewing <laughs> nurses and, and, and digging in and finding out what we're, we're doing out there is super, it's just great. Thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's all about like kind of just inspiring nurses, like look at, because that's what I wanted when I started out in business was, you know, am I the only nurse in business? And, you know, which is ridiculous, um, you know, and not true, but there was no like repository of like, where can I go to find these people? So that's what we're, we're building here and just want to inspire nurses with your story. And if somebody's out there, like, um, you know, knowing that they could have an energy practice or a Reiki practice or something like that, that you can inspire them to, to go out and just do it. Absolutely. Give me a call. I, I'll help you. Like it's, you know, know the ins and outs of it and what it, what it takes to do it, but yeah, bring it on. I'd, I love that. And I make sure I get your contact information so I can share what you're doing with other nurses too. Absolutely. So if nurses want to connect with you, where can they go? Yeah. Best thing you could go to soulawakening.com, go to the contact page, just jump right into my links are right there. Or you can go to my personal website, which is more my private practice. And that's kristenresmo.com. I can also be reached at Kristen at kristenresmo.com. Awesome. All right, Kristen. Well, thank you so much for doing this podcast with us today. Thank you so much. It's been, it's been great. I really appreciate it.